0: We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. You, you, you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres and I am the host of this show and a human design reader. So I'm super excited to come in here and do this episode for you all. And today's topic and what we're going to talk about are synchronicities. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because when I first initially had my spiritual awakening, I started seeing numbers, everywhere. And at first it freaked me out. Cause I was like, what in God's name? Well, actually I take it back. Okay. Because I, before I had my spiritual awakening, I would always see a certain set of numbers my entire life actually. And I would be like, what the heck? Like, why do I always like look at the clock and see this number? So that part is true that I have always seen a number synchronicity, but then when I started on my spiritual journey, it went, it like got amplified to like a million and, and it doesn't mean that you have to be like on some spiritual journey. Well, everybody's on a spiritual journey. That's the other thing is everybody is literally on their own spiritual journey, whether it looks like it or not. So I found it interesting that once I really started living in alignment in my life, the number synchronicities went nutso like literally I saw them everywhere it was like 11 11 12 12 222, 333. so I remember when I first this first started happening to me was in like what a lot of spiritual people in the spiritual community call your honeymoon phase of spirituality and so if you've been on the path for a while you'll know what this is this is literally the part of your journey that's all rainbows and butterflies it's like so it's so magical because for the first time you're actually like oh my gosh like there's more to this 3D life than i was ever taught in my life there's more to this than i have ever experienced or had ever come into my reality or awareness and on top of it i feel deeply connected to this so it's it's this amazing Feeling of like, you are this magical unicorn that is like making all of this stuff happen. And it is like the universe is real. Energy is real. There's so much more to this than we were ever told. So that's kind of like the honeymoon phase of spirituality. And I have to say personally, I don't think I ever really went through It was kind of like a weaving of both, like my entire awakening journey. And like, once I really started getting into spirituality was that feeling of like euphoria, like, oh my gosh, like every time I was meditating, I could literally feel my vibration getting higher and higher. And I could feel this like heavy energy, just like purging from my body. It was like insane. So it was so magic when you first start this out. And then the number synchronicities were just like another layer. And then on top of it, there was so much shadow work happening at the same time that it's like, for me personally, I couldn't, I never really got to a place where I was truly enjoying it until I fully stepped into alignment with it all. It wasn't until I fully stepped into alignment with it all that I actually started to enjoy my journey because to be honest, a lot of my journey, a big part of my journey was me like putting my heels on the ground about it and kind of just being like, wait, what is all this? Because to be honest, I had right around the time that I had my spiritual awakening, I was actually living the life that I always wanted. I mean, granted, I always, always did feel like something was missing. But right, I mean, those few years beforehand, I truly felt like awesome. I was like, finally, like our family business was doing amazing. Our daughter's like old enough to like, you know, do her own thing. And she's got her thing going and we can go on vacations and have fun. And it's like, we were like free. So then I have this mass awakening. So it was kind of that first couple of years, I feel. I was a little bit like, I was embracing change, but I also was scared of it because I was like afraid to leave behind like everything that I knew. I was afraid of losing people, like all of it. So the truth is, Yes, like it, it was magical, but it really didn't get fully magical for me until I fully stepped into onto my spiritual path and onto what I knew I was here to do. So back to these synchronicities. So I really wanna talk about these synchronicities because many people experience them. And that's also what I was saying is you don't have to be on the spiritual path to experience them. There, there was actually just, again, everybody's like on their own spiritual path, but I remember even watching like a stand-up comedy and like uh, with Ellen uh, DeGeneres and she was talking about how she sees 11-11 all the time and she lets it guide her. And then there's this other like housewife that she always talks about 11-11 and she even got married on 11-11 because she is so connected to the number and she's like, oh, the universe is speaking to me. But she's, you know, I mean, from I'm not judging, you know, like everybody's on their own unique path. What I'm saying is you don't have to be a, a Buddha to like experience this or you don't have to be super deep into like the spiritual woo to like experience the numbers. And it's also true that It's not just the numbers, right? We get medicine and synchronicities and the animals that come and visit us, for example. So for me, I, like when I first moved on the land that I'm on right now, I, of course, I did a ceremony for the ancestors within like the first two weeks that I was here. And immediately like the animals were like coming to me here and it was so amazing and they still do and I'm always putting them on like my Facebook and Instagram stories and stuff like that but the animals are always like around me here and they're always speaking to me and every single time I've gotten like consistent animal animals spirits coming to me here every single time it is relevant to what's going on in my life so it's not just the numbers it's animal synchronicities it's all kinds of other synchronicities that can happen in a person's journey on a person's journey and it's not specific Specific to monks or anybody that's super woo, anybody can be experiencing the number synchronicities. There was even like a designer recently who like named his perfume 1111. I can't remember who it was, a really popular one though. So it's just people experience these numbers. And we know that the term synchronicity was first coined by Carl Jung. And that was way back, you know, like I think like early 1900s when he had coined the term synchronicity. So this has been going on for some time that like humanity has been experiencing these synchronicities in all of the ways, nature, animals, numbers, all of it. So it's important. It's not like it's not important on the journey and like if you keep experiencing them that they are not speaking to you because they are. So I always take my synchronicity seriously, but at the same time, I wanna get into s- Another perspective on like how you can address your synchronicities because this came in a lesson for me in earlier this year, where literally my I would rely on my synchronicity so hard. I'd be like waiting for the numbers. I would um just be waiting for all of the signs and symbols and everything to like bring me the right synchronicities. So my synchronicities led me to this spiritual retreat in Sedona. And it was the worst experience of my spiritual life. Like, I mean, my entire life is spiritual, but like you get what I'm saying. On my real, like hardcore spiritual journey, that was the worst experience I've ever had. Like the co-facilitators totally infiltrated. Like everybody wanted their money back. Like everybody had like energetic wounding after. It was just a whole a whole thing. So what I wanna say is that I struggled a long, hard time with that. I was like, what in the actual F? Like my synchronicities literally led me here. I mean, I had all of the synchronicities leading me to to go to this. And then on top of it, it was like a double whammy because there was this other like offering this program that this other woman was offering. And I got all the synchronicities to join that too. And that totally imploded. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what am I supposed to be like? What is this? It was so frustrating to have gone from that feeling when you're first receiving them and letting them guide your life and all of it. And I understand, like people can easily say that if you are experiencing synchronicities in your life that, and they lead you to a lesson to something that you are, I guess, needing to learn from. If that does happen, then that's part of your path. And you know what? It was part of my path. This was the year that every single leader that I was following fell away. Like their entire stuff imploded. And it was just so shocking. Like I was like, what is actually happening? But what it did is they were like, listen, like you need to like be the leader of your own life. You need to stop like with all of these spiritual leaders, which I still have the spiritual leaders in my life but I'm not like how I was with them where before I was just like following everything. I was searching. Like I felt like I was searching for something all of the time. It was like exhausting, but I feel like that's an important part of the journey, like of any journey, right? Even if you're just in a journey to, I don't know, like biohacking your system to be like the best athlete in the world, there's still that aspect. There's still that aspect of searching, right? Of constantly trying to like feel your way in the dark, see what's working, what's not working. That's an important part of the journey. And honestly, that never really goes away. But uh, the lesson for me was really that, yes, your synchronicities can lead you into the darkness. Um, It can lead you into the fire so that you can transform and be that like rising phoenix out of the ashes, I even remember one time my synchronicities, like they have helped me so many times on my journey. I remember I was like going into this like family thing that was happening and I remember I was just like sick about it. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like I just don't even want to go. Like it's going to be so heavy. There's, it's going to be, I'm because I knew like going, I would be the only like voice of reason, like the. The other two people were going to be wanting to, they're so combative. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't, like I just felt like, like this is the last thing I want to do. And right when I pulled up to the restaurant where we were going to meet, I had a number synchronicity. I can't remember what it was till this day, but I just saw it on the license plate of a car that was in the restaurant lot. And I remember I looked it up like right before going into the restaurant and I was just like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. Because it literally told me, You are, you have everything that it takes to be the mediator in argumentative conversation. You have all of the tools to guide conflicting arguments and you are a master in this energy and you can, you have everything that it takes to guide a conflicting energy of argumentative in argumentative nature to peace, love, and harmony, something like that. It was so on for like what I was about to experience that I was like, Oh my God, thank you. Ascended masters. Like, thank you angels. Like, thank you to my guides for showing up for me and giving me this beautiful synchronicity. Just me experiencing that synchronicity right before I walked into that restaurant. I felt like, a queen. I was like, I walked in there. I mean, I felt like judge Judy, like, you know how she walks in and she's just like, boom, like she comes in and she knows she knows her stuff and she's just not afraid to take anything on. And she's, she trusts herself and she's just this powerful, like presence. And she's so smart and all of that. Like, that's how I felt. I felt like Judge Judy. I was like, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to be the mediator and I'm going to guide this conversation. And because I came into the situation with that energy, with that feeling of like, I have the power here and I, this is not going to like break me down or make me feel crazy because I walked in there with that. That was like the best conversation ever. The two people were like, respectful and everybody ended up hugging it out. And, you know, it was all good. It was perfect. And so I was just so grateful that I saw that number. And so I just want, I just say that to say that the synchronicities are important, but the, the lesson that I learned with it all, and the way that I feel now about it is that the truest form of a synchronicity is your intuition. It's literally your inner guidance. So tuning into you, like tuning into your soul is going to be the best possible guidance that you can ever receive. I'm talking like trumping your guides, trumping the numbers, trumping the animal spirits. Those are all really amazing and they're really beautiful forms of synchronicity. And also like I, the lesson that I learned was tune into you. What feels right to you? Because I'll tell you this much, when I was going to that crazy, horrible retreat in Sedona, I knew in here, like inside, that it was not good. Like I just had a feeling about it. Like I was like, like if I got really quiet and like in a meditative state, you know, calling your guides and all the things. But when you get in that state and you get really quiet and then you just bring that thing to mind, I knew On the inside, that that was like bad news bear. Like that was going to be all kinds of wrong if I went. And I did it anyway because I was getting all of the synchronicities. I was like everything in my synchronistic world in the material realm was flashing go, go, go. And ultimately it was good that, that I, I guess it was good that I had that experience, but it was hard it was a really hard lesson. And if I would have tuned into me and I would have trusted me above any synchronicity or, you know, guidance from even a mentor or anything like that, if I would have tuned into my soul and trusted that, I would have never gone. And I also would have never signed up for that woman's program. If I would have tuned into me, I I knew that I was like, Biting off more than I could chew with that offering, it was leaning me into uh, like I was feeling so stressed out, <laughs> like so anxious on like what to do because I really wanted to join this program and this offering. I thought it was going to change everything. Like into, from this was a business offering, so I was really like I need it for my business, and I was making up all of the reasons why I needed it for my business. But it, when I it actually tuned into me into my soul, into my energy. Everything was like red lights. Like girl, no, like do not buy that program. Like you are just getting your business going. You need to focus on like using your money in ways that are going to benefit, you know, instead of putting all of your eggs in one basket, sprinkle it around and then like go from there. That's what the inside was telling me, but everything on the outside, I was getting the craziest synchronicities, even for that offering. I remember that I had asked my guides with that offering. I asked if, what what should I look out for if I'm supposed to do this offering? They showed me a unicorn, okay? But not just any unicorn, a rainbow unicorn. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm not gonna see a rainbow unicorn unless I'm going to like an EDM concert or something like that, okay? Which I wasn't like at all, ever. Like I wasn't planning to go to one. And sure as shit, as soon as, I, like literally within two weeks, I um, this woman pulled a card for me and it was a rainbow unicorn. And then to make it even more crazy, I go to get coffee, like cacao coffee with some uh, friends. This is while I was in Sedona actually. This one of the girls goes, must've got cold or something. And she, she either went out to her car or went in to get her backpack or something. And she comes back into the cafe with a full-blown rainbow unicorn hoodie. Like legit the kind that like zips up like all the way from the front, all the way up. And it has like freaking like the horn and everything on the, the hat. And she comes in dancing. She just wanted to be silly. And so she had it all the way zipped up and she's like, came in dancing. This literally right in front of my face, a unicorn rainbow. And then on top of it, so this is where you guys are going to stop believing me because it gets even weirder. So then five minutes before that, the girl sitting next to me, a different girl, shows me out of nowhere. She's like, ah, and she just like flashes over and looks and shows me a gift. Not only does she show me, but she immediately sends it to me for no apparent reason of a unicorn with a rainbow, a rainbow unicorn dancing. And then immediately five minutes later, the other girl that we were with comes in dancing as a rainbow unicorn. And even me and the girl next to me, we just looked at each other because we are like, What? And and meanwhile, you know, she has no idea that I like had this rainbow synchronicity uh, unicorn thing happening, but even that was weird for her. She was like, dude, I just showed you (laughs) a, a dancing unicorn with like rainbow. And this girl comes in. She was like, oh my God, that's a crazy synchronicity. And she doesn't even know yet. I told her after because I, at first I just like laid down in the booth for like five minutes and she was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I just need a minute. I'm like, I'll tell you in like a second. But then after that, I told her, I was like, okay. I'm like, it gets crazier. So, you know, I told her, my guides told me to look out for a rainbow unicorn. And she was, then she, she was flipping around in the booth and she was like, oh my God, that's like crazy. So what am I saying here? If you ask me when it comes to synchronicities, are they bullshit? Synchronicities are not bullshit, but your intuition, your soul and energetic guidance trumps Synchronicities. You can get synchronicities all day long to do something, but until you get quiet and until you tune into your soul and your energy and just sit there and feel into yourself and then bring it to mind and see how you feel, see the guidance that you're getting based off of your intuition and your energy field, that is where the gold lies. That is what you can actually trust, in my opinion on your path. And that's just one small piece of so much that, you know, other people experience on the journey in terms of synchronicities, but I can only tell you mine. I can tell you what's worked, what hasn't worked, what's gotten me into trouble and what has actually saved my ass. I'm going to leave you with this. When it comes to your spiritual journey, your soul path, everything that you're doing to become better and unfold and up level and shadow work and all the stuff that you're doing, all the hard work that you're putting in, all the trust that you're putting in on your path in, you know, in, in other people, even sometimes, no matter what you receive, tune into you, see how it feels in you before you make any big decisions on your path. And that's just, what's worked for me again. It's not like, the end all be all, but it's like very important in my opinion is to not just go based off of the synchronicities that we are experiencing in this material world, tap into the universal galactic energy that lives within you. There is no programming that. Okay. You guys, there is no programming that energy. You can't program the energy that's inside of you, that universal, that God essence within nobody can program that but guess what? If people wanted to mess around, they could, they could, who knows? I'm not saying they are, but your, the synchronicities in the 3d realm could be manipulated. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, that doesn't have to be your truth. So at the end of the day, tune into what you know is real. 100% you can rely on it, which is your soul essence on the inside. So I'll just leave you all with that. Thank you so much as always for tuning in much love, much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you.